Greetings, S.E. Land. This is Twig. It is January 1st, 2016. This here is a new year, and I hope that you are doing well out there wherever you are. You've got your earbuds on, or you're washing the dishes, maybe driving in your car. Maybe you're on your way to your office two years from now, 2018. Who knows? I don't know. But I wish you well. It is the beginning of a new year, and I am excited to come back back onto these podcasts, Twig's SE Reflections podcast series, 100 episodes in the end. Right now we're at episode 66. Episode 66 in a project that is taking longer to complete than I had thought. But of course, that's what it does. That's what it always does. Who knew five years ago that it would take six years to do this? Well, that's what it's taken, and I'm excited to come back today. I want to I start us off by looking forward and looking back. Here's a little thing I do sometimes with, with clients. With clients, have I mentioned this before? Somebody tell me if I'm repeating myself. Oh, too late. You're not going to be able to. Here's something I do with clients sometimes. I definitely do this with myself. On my birthday which happens to be in January, but on my birthday, I will spend a good period of time, sometimes hours, sometimes the whole day, sometimes just when I'm drifting off to go to sleep, depends on the, on the year, but I've done this for years where I, I look back, I look back for five years. I look back five years ago and I consider the things that used to trouble me that I don't pay as much attention to now. And I even look for some of those that used to trouble me and I don't even think about or notice or attend to at all these days because they've kind of receded and maybe there are other challenges and problems in my life today. But the, um, the gist is that five years ago I was dealing with things that I don't actually have to deal with anymore. Of course, some things haven't changed, you know, some perennial anxieties or financial challenges, or there are lots of things that might not have changed, but there are, in fact, at least now in my life, there are things that have changed. And I always like to take stock of that and to do a little felt sense dropping in, you know, like settling into myself around what it feels like to not have those same worries anymore you know five years ago maybe 10 years ago maybe some of these things body pains or problems in relationships or work that I didn't understand that I wanted to do or didn't know how to do or couldn't do or was never going to be able to do or things I'd said and shouldn't have said and wanted to apologize for but never found the right words how to do it you know things that just consume us sometimes Five years later, some of them aren't there. So nice to recognize and so nice to kind of feel the relief, that underappreciated emotion, you know, the Peter Levine quote, I love that quote, the underappreciated emotion, relief, you know, um, to feel the relief, the physical sense of it, the somatic sense of it, the kind of the open mind possibility of, wow, not so worried is all of that anymore. And then, of course, it's nice if generally so. It, I'm not so worried. If somebody else is doing this, they're not so worried. 
And if they are, it's nice to just do the reflection. Like I say, I sometimes do this with my clients just to see how some things have changed on a five-year scale. Not everything has stayed the same. And to be able to notice those differences, as you'll hear me say, is a major part of being able to participate in the change process. You'll know that. We know that. We want to notice these differences. Five years is a nice frame. Well, once I, you know, maybe I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about this on the eve of my birthday or something, and um, and I'm I'm kind of taking that in and the felt sense recognition and kind of as Stephen Hoskinson might say the system effect like how I how I then notice how my whole body responds to dwelling in those what I might think of as resource that kind of thoughts you know um, to have that settle in and then turn it around a little bit and do this kind of projection I do yeah because I don't just like to go back five years then I like to go forward five years kind of think to myself, well, what am I dealing with today? What am I dealing with today that maybe in five years from now, I won't be so worried about or so preoccupied about or so distraught about or feel so much distress when I come into contact with thoughts and feelings about this. Maybe I'll even have mastered it by then or or have integrated in my life where I've made it some kind of valuable option or something that's not so torturous nonetheless what am i dealing with today that i spend so much weight and effort and frame of mind and time and attention you know reinforcing thinking about and just feeling like it's it's somehow bad or problem or something i can't do anything about you know etc cetera, etc cetera. what of this what of this might not be in the foreground 5 years from now Wow, what kind of relief might be inside of those feelings, you know? Because, because then, oh, I'm 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 just totally co-opting that that pleasure state, you know. I'm just completely co-opting that relief state because now, of course, I still have these concerns, and you know, I've got your New Year's resolutions, maybe your birthday resolutions, your your you know, all the things you need to fix and change and improve upon and the discipline you need to cultivate and all these things that, you know, you need to fix with your family, all of that. And maybe in five years, some of it won't be so heavy as even as it is today, which might not even be as heavy as it was five years ago. And then, and then there's an even nicer feeling state when I get to do that in my birthday kind of gift reflection reverie kind of thing that I do here because what I get out of that of course is I I get to feel some of that relief now and I don't know I don't know if this is the case for everybody but a lot of times I find I think a lot of my clients find I think a lot of people find maybe you find that if you can feel a little bit of relief on things you might be able to think a little bit more creatively if you're not so pressured by things, maybe you can think a little bit more spontaneously. Is that a word? You know, where you can you can kind of let new thoughts and new options come and not be quite so ground into the course of action that you thought you needed to take, which in that repetitive distress kind of stuff is often just a 
well, it's just a repeat of the same kind of thing rather than attending to the anxiety and having it resolved by doing something different. We often just kind of reiterate and repeat itself. Well, if we can project into the relief, maybe somehow that gives us a little window, a little moment to feel the felt sense easefulness that can come from that. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'd I'd sit there and figure out all my next five years how I'm going to get out of all these problems. But just feeling that relief, I think, sometimes makes me think that the process of figuring it all out won't be just so hard as I might have otherwise thought it would be. Well, that's something I do on my birthday, and I I kind of sometimes run my clients through that or encourage them to do something like that for themselves. Depends on who they are, you know, whatever. It's a little birthday thing that I do. And and I was thinking about it for us here, um, you and me, us SE practitioners, at the new year, you know, who knows? You got to pick a date somewhere, you know. I don't know. Maybe it'd be like when you became an SEP or um, when you had your first client that when they left, you kind of like closed the door and you heard the latch close and you, you danced around in a circle and you said, oh, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. Or maybe it was when you went to your first post-advanced class and, and you kind of predicted what the teacher was going to say and you thought to yourself, oh, see, I'm starting to get it. I don't know, you know when it was for you that you said, okay, now I'm here. Now I am something. I got somewhere to stand with this. I, I understand now something that I didn't understand before. And you can kind of look back. You can go look back. Maybe you do this on the beginning of January. Maybe you look into your new work year. I don't know if you do it that way, but maybe you do. And you look into your new work year and you say, wow, well, how, how would that work to use that birthday thing? We could look into the new year and we could look back at the years past and we could say, how's it going with your clients now compared to three years ago? Okay, maybe you're just now coming up in the training. Okay, same goes. But maybe it's five years ago or 10 years ago, you know, like I I started the SE training about 11 years ago now. And, you know, it's not so long. Some people have been at this 30, 40 years. Um, And then somewhere in there, things things were not as confusing. And somewhere in there, things were not as rough. And somewhere in there, I wasn't as repetitive with my lines asking everybody to do the same thing and somewhere in there I was a little bit more original and somewhere in there I was a little bit more you know participatory with the client and somewhere in there I was a little bit calmer and somewhere in there I was a little bit less stressed about the beginning of the session and somewhere in there I was a little bit more comfortable with charging for my time and my expertise and my offer to help and somewhere in there I was you know all of those things change somewhere along the way. You know, I wasn't an expert at any of this when I started. I don't know about you, but I didn't really grow up paying attention to the felt sense. You know, I, I, I kind of grew up just everything as tight as a bunghole, you know, just like I was, I was one little stress cadet. And whether or not I was more relaxed than that or more at ease or whatnot, if I came out of this culture, I can, I can kind of assume that other people, I don't know, how about you? You, you grow up 
kind of like tracking the felt sense in yourself and kind of riding the waves of pendulation and when you got stressed out going somewhere that was safe enough for you afterwards that kind of like really truly signaled hey now's a good time for you to settle out of that stressor and and you're safe enough to do that and and did you find that environment and and get to rest down into that and let your body you know have its own time and pace and let the nausea in your belly kind of move around as your dorsal vagal system started to let go and and let your arms and and legs kind of tingle as your sympathetic system kind of like got a little bit of energy going through them and then feel some heat and trembling maybe you like look around a little bit and let your eyes look around and let your breath re-settle down and let your whole like autonomic nervous system come out of the stress response and kind of calm down afterwards you know, I I didn't have a whole lot of training in that. I had I had to learn a whole lot of that through through in fact through somatic experiencing and folks involved with that helping me to see it and uh, and looking into it myself. And I don't know, maybe maybe that's the the case with I mean, it's certainly the case with our clients. I don't know if it's the case for you, but it's certainly the case for our clients. You know, they don't they don't really have a whole lot of experience with that, especially if they've been experiencing a lot of discomfort and distress and reiterating those, those repetitive signals and kind of spasms of the body, as it were, the spot of bother. Well, it's all new in some way, except that along the way, you've already done some part of it. Along the way, it's different than it was before. And it's nice if you can find a moment, and why not the beginning of the year to take a moment to look back and look back at everything that you've, maybe not everything, but let your mind be kind of free. What was I, what was I really concerned about that took me to somatic experiencing in the first place? Like, why did I even want to study this in the first place? And what was the track that got me into the training? And what was it that I first learned? And what were the first signals that told me that this was a real thing? And why did that make sense? Why did the theory that, say, animals in the wild can readily and, and do readily complete the activation or stress response cycles of nervous system processing with all these kind of like whew, little subsystems of the autonomic nervous system becoming active and then eventually as they kind of go through their motions, as it were, settling out into this ventral vagal dominance where you feel more settled again like where where did i get to lean into all of that information that made it all say oh this is worth my time and attention you already went through that you already figured that out that's cool to remember you don't have to continue to work that part out you might have to work out some next part how to help your clients become more participatory how to be able to explain it better to people how to be more more curious inside of your own self rather than directing, assuming that you know what's going to happen in the session. Maybe there's all kinds of things that you're still working on. Oh yeah, maybe for years to come, you could project out for years to come, I'm still going to be trying to figure out how to handle my own sense of, um, oh, somehow I, I feel kind of nervous when my client gets angry like that rather than be able to find the solidity in my voice that makes it so that I can hold 
this person's aggression inside this room so as to give them permission to feel that aggression and not have to, say, make it more than it needs to be in order to get the right amount of attention for it or make it less than it needs to be in order to protect the therapist. Maybe there's a day in the future if you're currently ill at ease when your clients get angry. Maybe there's a day in the future where you'll feel more at ease with that and therefore your clients will have an easier time doing that. And if, if that's ever going to happen, you'll have to be involved in the whole process that led you to before, to now, from here, to what happens next. Which is great. It's like an adventure. You don't even know where it's going to go. We didn't get a certificate or get a degree or be given a little button that said, I am an SEP and have all the answers. This is a really phenomenally continuous process. Phenomenally continuous process. It continues to deepen. We continue to get more and more comfortable in our skills, the things that we've already learned, and those help us to attend to the things that we haven't yet learned so that we can deal and be in relationship with and hold that many more types of people's types of distress so that they can, you know, feel met and supported and safe enough to uh, go through the motions, as it were, of this thing that we call somatic experiencing. I don't know if you'll be up for it, but here at the beginning of the year, I'm looking back at where I've come from, what I've done. I'm kind of projecting off into the future of where I want to go and what I still have to learn. And, and I'm realizing that I'm not done yet. And I'm looking forward to what comes next. I hope you are too. I'll be back. Take good care. Welcome to 2016. Bye-bye now. Here's a little tracking twig update so you can track where twig's at. Let's see, in January, I'm looking forward to going out to Western Massachusetts. Yes, Amherst, Northampton area. I'm going to be doing one of my favorite little workshops out there, where to start. A little protocol idea about how to enter into a series of sessions with a new client, mostly so you can kind of grok what it is that you're doing with people. But it's true. It is a little session sequence. I'll be talking about that on the podcast soon. Where else am I going? In February, I'm going down to Tucson, Arizona. Yes, I am going to be looking at setting the hook, how to market SE to new clients, how to introduce SE to new clients and your colleagues and such. And other places you can find me are on the web, liberationispossible.org backslash schedule. Okay. Later, Gator.